0: Hey guys, welcome back to George Has the Wheel. I'm your host, Carson Wagner, and today we're going to be doing a full-length episode um, into the Civil Air Patrol. So I hope you guys enjoy this, and if you have any questions, comments, reviews, or suggestions for upcoming episodes, shoot me an email at georgehasthewheels7500 at gmail.com and let me know what you think. Um, So don't forget to slam that notification bell, get notified every time I release a new episode, and also guys, I just uh, put up my official George Has the Wheel website, so it's gonna, the link is going to be down in the sh- description. Go check it out, and thanks for listening, guys. Once again, I'm your host, Carson Wagner, on George Has the Wheel. Let's get started. In regard to the next segments of this episode, credit links to the original authors and articles are included down in the description. It is my legal responsibility to inform you that this copyrighted original work has been modified and added to under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. A link to the license will be included in the description. After this segment or segment is over, I will clarify what I am referring to by noting the end of the modified copyright work. Hey guys, let's get started on the Civil Air Patrol episode. So the Civil Air Patrol is a congressionally chartered, federally supported nonprofit corporation that serves as the official civilian auxiliary of the United States Air Force. The Civil Air Patrol, known as the CAP, um, it's an acronym, is the volunteer organization with an aviation-minded membership that includes people from all backgrounds, lifestyles, and occupations. The program is established as an organization by Title X of the United States Co- Code and its purposes defined by Title 36. Membership in the organization consists of cadets ranging from 12 to just under 21 years of age and senior members 18 years of age and up. These two groups each have the opportunity to participate in a wide variety of pursuits. The cadet program contributes to the the development of the former group with a structured syllabus and an organization based upon United States Air Force ranks, while the older members serve as instructors, supervisors, and operators. Most members wear uniforms while performing their duties. However, there is a category of aerospace education member available to educators. These AEMs, aerospace education members, do not wear uniforms or attend meetings, but do take advantage of professionally generated textbooks, lesson plans, and other CAP-provided resources in their capacity as educators. Nationwide, the Civil Air Patrol is a major operator of single-engine general aviation aircraft used in the execution of its various missions, including orientation flights for cadets and the provision of significant emergency services capabilities. Because of these extensive flying opportunities, many Civil Air Patrol members become licensed pilots. The Hierarchical and Military Auxiliary Organization is headed by the national headquarters with authority over the national organization, followed by eight regional commands and 52 wings, each of the 50 states plus Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. Each wing supervises the individual groups and squadrons that comprise the basic operational unit of the organization. The Civil Air Patrol was conceived in the late 1930s by aviation advocate Gil Rob Wilson, who foresaw General Aviation's potential to supplement America's military operations. With the help of New York Mayor Fiorello H. LaGuardia, in his capacity as then Director of the Office of Civilian Defense, the Civil Air Patrol was created with Administrative Order 9, signed by LaGuardia on December 1, 1941, and published December 8, 1941. The Civil Air Patrol had 90 days to prove themselves to Congress. Congress. Major General John F. Curry was appointed as the first national commander. Texas oilman David Harold Byrd was a co-founder of the Civil Air Patrol. During World War II, CAP was seen as a way to use America's civilian aviation resources to aid the war effort instead of grounding them. The organization assumed many missions, including anti-submarine patrol and warfare, border patrols, and courier services. During World War II, CAP's Coastal Patrol reportedly flew 24 million miles and sighted 173 enemy U-boats, dropping a total of 82 U-bomb, 82 bombs and depth charges throughout the conflict. Two submarines were reportedly destroyed by CAP aircraft, but later research found that there was no basis for this claim. By the end of the war, 68 CAP members had lost their lives in the line of duty. With the passing of the National Security Act of 1947 and creation of the United States Air Force, the CAP became the Auxiliary of the Air Force in 1948, and its incorporating charter declared that it would never again be involved in direct combat activities, but would be of a benevolent nature. The supervisory Air Force organization overseeing CAP has changed several times. This has included the former Continental Air Command in 1959, the former Headquarters Command, United States Air Force, in 1968, to the Air University in 1976. Following Air University's reassignment as a subordinate command to the Air Education and Training Command, AETC, in 1993, Air Force oversight of CAP has flowed from AETC at the four-star level to AAU at the three-star level to AAU's G. N. M. M. Holmes Center for Officer Accessions and Citizen Development, At the one-star level to a subordinate unit of the first air force at the three-star level with civil air patrol uh, slash u.s air force as a standalone unit lead at the colonel o6 level since its incorporation charter cap has maintained its relationship with the air force and has continued its three congressionally mandated missions on june 14 2011 Civil Air Patrol was awarded the Roving Ambassador of Peace by the World Peace Prize Awarding Council for its positive impact in American communities, its life-saving efforts, and for preserving liberty for all. During the 113th United States Congress, both the United States Senate and the United States House of Representatives voted, voted to pass a bill that would award the Congressional Gold Medal to the World War II members of the Civil Air Patrol. The medal would be presented in recognition of their military service and exemplary record during World War II. In October 2021, Civil Air Patrol was awarded the Master's Trophy for the North America region for that year by the Honorable Company of Air Pilots. The award citation noted the auxiliary service during the COVID-19 pandemic and disaster relief response to Hurricane Ida. The Civil Air Patrol has five congressionally mandated missions. One, to provide an organization to encourage and aid citizens of the United States in contributing their efforts, services, and resources in developing aviation and in maintaining air supremacy, and to encourage and develop by example the voluntary contribution of private citizens to the public welfare. Two, to provide aviation education and training, especially to its senior and cadet members. to encourage and foster civil aviation in local communities. Four, to provide an organization of private citizens with adequate adequate facilities to assist in meeting local and national emergencies. Five, to assist the Department of the Air Force in fulfilling its non-combat programs and missions. The organization condenses these mandates into three core program areas, which are as follows, aerospace education, cadet programs, and emergency services. The Civil Air Patrol covers several emergency service areas. These the emergency services areas. Sorry. The principal categories include search and rescue missions, disaster relief, humanitarian services, and United States Air Force support. Other services such as homeland security and actions against drug trafficking operations are becoming increasingly important. CAP missions are assigned on a case-by-case basis with the AFRCC, the Air Force Rescue Coordination Center. The Civil Air Patrol is well known for its search activities in conjunction with search and rescue operations. CAP is involved with approximately three quarters of all aerial inland SAR missions, search and rescue, directed by the United States Air Force Rescue Coordination Center at Tyndall Air Force Base in Florida. Outside of the contiguous United States, the Civil Air Patrol directly supports the Joint Rescue Coordination Centers in Alaska, Hawaii, and Puerto Rico. CAP is credited with saving an average of 100 lives per year. The Civil Air Patrol is active in disaster relief operations, especially in areas such as Florida, Mississippi, and Louisiana, that are frequently struck with hurricanes, as well as Oklahoma and Texas, which are frequented by large damaging tornadoes cap air crews and ground personnel provide transportation for cargoes and officials aerial imagery to aid emergency managers in assessing damage and donations of personnel and equipment to local state and federal disaster relief organizations during times of need in 2004 several hurricanes hit the southeast coast of the united states with florida being the worst damage the civil air patrol was instrumental In providing help to affected areas. The Civil Air Patrol conducts humanitarian service service missions, usually in support of the Red Cross. CAP air crews transport time-sensitive medical materials, including blood and human tissue, when other means of transportation, such such as ambulances, is is not practical or possible. Following the September September 11th attacks on the World Trade Center in New York City, when all general aviation was grounded, one of the first planes to fly over over the World Trade Center site was a CAP aircraft taking photographs. The Civil Air Patrol performed several missions that are not combat-related in support of the United States Air Force, including damage assessment, transportation of materials, transportation of officials, communications support, as hybrid repeaters and low-altitude route surveys. The CAP fleet is used in training exercises to prepare Air Force pilots to intercept, to intercept enemy aircraft over the continental United States. The Civil Air, Civil Air Patrol aircraft are flown into restricted airspace where US Air For, United States Air Force pilots may practice high-speed intercepts. The Civil Air Patrol also provides non-emergency assistance to the U.S. Customs and Border Protec- Protection Drug Enforcement Administration, and the United States Forest Service in the War on Drugs. In 2005, the Civil Air Patrol flew over 10, 12,000 hours in support of this mission to, and led these agencies to the confiscation of illegal substances valued at over $400 million United States dollars. The Civil Air Patrol makes extensive use of the airborne real-time queuing hyperspectral enhanced recon system known as the Archer, an aerial, an aerial uh, imaging system that produces ground images far more detailed than just plain sight or, or ordinary aerial photography can. Mount, they use it mounted on the uh, Gypsland GA-8 air van. The system is able to evaluate special spectral signatures given off by certain objects, allowing the system to identify, for example, a possible marijuana crop. As a humanitarian service organization, Civil Air Patrol assists federal, state, and local agencies in preparing for and responding to homeland security needs. The Red Cross, Salvation Army, and other civilian agencies frequently request Civil Air Patrol aircraft to transport vital supplies, including medical technicians, medication, and other vital supplies. They often rely on the Civil Air Patrol to provide airlift and communications for. Disaster relief operations. The Civil Air Patrol also assists the United States Coast Guard and Coast Guard Auxiliary. The Civil Air Patrol routinely drills for emergencies through search and rescue exercises SARACs. CAP also requires members to renew their qualifications for emergency services, usually done during SAREXs. The Aerospace Education Program. The next, um, the next purpose of the Air Fo- of the Civil Air Patrol provides aviation-related education and educational activities for members, including formal graded courses about all aspects of aviation, including flight physics, dynamics, history, and application. Courses covering the space program and new technologies and advances in aviation and space exploration are also available. There are several programs for CAP pilots to improve their flying skills and earn Federal Aviation Administration (FAA) ratings. The cadet program has a mandatory aerospace education program. In order to progress through the ranks, a cadet must take a number of courses and tests relating to aviation. Cadets also have educational opportunities through museum tours, national cadet special special activities, military and civilian orientation rides, and guest speakers. Senior members may study aerospace through the senior member professional development program. CAP encourages its senior members to learn about aviation and its history, although this is not mandatory. Those who complete the Aerospace Education Program for senior members may earn the Charles E. Chuck Yeager Aerospace Education Award. Through outreach programs, including the External Aerospace Education Program, the Civil Air Patrol helps school teachers integrate aviation and aerospace into the classroom by by providing seminars, course materials, and through sponsorship of the National Congress on Aviation and Space Education. Members also provide their communities with resources for better management of airports and other aviation-related facilities and promote the benefits of such facilities. The organization also works with other groups, such as the Boy Scouts of America, the Girl Scouts of the USA, and 4-H, to fulfill the education goals set down in the organization's congressional charter, to encourage and foster civil aviation in local communities. This ends the segment or segments that include copyrighted work. For more information, click on the link in the description. Hey guys, Carson here. I'll let you get back to your episode in just a second. But before I do that, I want to take a moment to announce that the official George Has the Wheel podcast site is now up. Um, It's an awesome site that I created with this software that I'm going to be telling you about later um, on. But this is... uh, I I really love the site, and um, there's going to be a link down in the description, so hit that link and go check it out, guys. It's really awesome. And if you do go to the site, don't forget to subscribe to the email newsletter. um, And I'm going to be sending out emails once a week that include uh dates for when my episodes are gonna publish and if you put in your email you'll get exclusive emails um that will tell you if you put in your email address you'll get the exclusive emails um that will tell you the upcoming episodes that are happening and when they're going to be released. And uh yeah guys so go check out the site, hit the link down in the description, uh, go visit it and uh, Yeah, okay, I'll let you get back to your episode now. Once again, this is Carson Wagner on George Has the Wheel. Thanks for listening, guys. In regard to the next segments of this episode, credit links to the original authors and articles are included down in the description. It is my legal responsibility to inform you that this copyrighted original work has been modified and added to under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. A link to the license will be included in the description. After this segment or segments is over, I will clarify what I am referring to by noting the end of the modified copyright work. As of February 2, 2022, the Civil Air Patrol had 56,438 members, consisting of 33,165 senior members and 23,273 cadets, in over 1,600 local units in all 50 states, Washington, D.C., and Puerto Rico, and at numerous overseas United States Air Force installations. CAP members are civilians and are not paid by the United States government for their service. Rather, members are responsible responsible for paying annual membership fees and must pay for their own uniforms and other related expenses. Senior membership is open to all U.S. citizens and U.S. legal permanent residents aged 18 and over who are able to pass an FBI background check. There is no upper age limit nor membership restrictions for physical disabilities due to the number of different tasks which members may be called along to called on to perform. Cadet membership is open to those aged between 12 and 18 who maintain satisfactory progress in school as determined by the cadet's unit commander. Upon their 18th birthday, cadets may become senior members or remain in the cadet program until they are 21. The Civil Air Patrol model to which all members subscribe is Semper Vigilance, um, Latin for always vigilant. All CAP members are also obligated by their services to the organization to abide by its core values, integrity, volunteer service, excellence, and respect. Okay, so um, I'm going to talk for a minute about the senior member ranks. So there's, for uh, officer candidate, um, so, what, so what I did was I took these, uh, these ranks and I overlaid them onto actual Air Force ranks. And pay grades. Um, and so I'm going to be explaining those. So uh, you have three officer candidate. Um, uh, it So it, this is difficult to explain, but the Civil Air Patrol doesn't work by officer uh, and enlisted just like the Air Force does. Um, however, the cadets can't go above a level that would be considered enlisted um, until... They're senior members. Once they're senior members, then they can go into the what would be kind of considered the officer section. It's a little confusing, but um, for the officers, um, you begin off at student officer, and there's no insignia. Then uh, officer candidate. There's three different. There's three different ranks um, for when you're in the officer candidate position: flight officer, technical flight officer, and senior flight officer. Flight officer is just a single white bar. That's their insignia. Technical flight officer are two uh, white bars. Senior flight officer is three white bars. So then we move into the actual officer ranks. And we have, uh, starting off almost immediately, uh, second and first lieutenants. So the second lieutenant is pay grade 01. Of course, they don't actually get paid. But uh, this it's just, this is the way they work things. They don't actually get paid. but um they I overlaid it onto an Air Force pay grade. Uh, so pay grade O1, second lieutenant it's uh, insig- insignia is a single gold bar. Then pay grade O2, first lieutenant. insignia is a single uh, silver bar. Then captain pay grade O3. the insignia is two silver bars. then major pay grade O4, and the insignia is a single gold oak leaf pay grade 05 lieutenant colonel um, the the insignia is a single silver oak leaf then pay grade 06 Colonel um, this one's a, this insignia is a little difficult to explain uh, before I actually continue with that I want to add that the last two uh, insignias that I mentioned major and lieutenant colonel um, colonel also has this but major lieutenant colonel Colonel Below their insignias, they all have a single thin white bar. Um, so the Colonel insignia is uh, appears to be an eagle with an American flag symbol on his chest, and he's gripping a spear, just like it is in the Air Force, and he has his wings outstretched. So moving on, there's only two more ranks um, that uh, I have, Brigadier General and Major General. Brigadier General is pay grade 07, and their insignia is a single silver star with a thick white bar um, and on the and with a thick white bar on the bottom and a thin white bar on the top, then Major General is um, the same as the Brigadier General, except for there are two Silver Stars. And Major General is pay grade 08. Okay, guys, I hope that was e- easy to understand. Um, it's a little confusing, but yeah. So senior members are members who joined the Civil Air Patrol for the first time past the age of 18 or who are former cadets who's transferred to the senior member program, which must happen by the cadet's 21st birthday. Senior members who have not yet turned 21 years are eligible for flight officer grades, which include flight officer, technical flight officer, and senior flight officer after completion of Level 2, Part 1 of senior member training. There is no mandatory retirement age for CAP members, and there are no, are no physical requirements for joining. Members may enter... Retired status after 20 years of service. The only physical requirements senior members must follow are the weight and grooming standards required in order to wear the United States Air Force style uniforms. Senior members who do not meet the weight and grooming standards of the Air Force may wear alternative uniforms known as CAP corporate uniforms. Officer grades up to Lieutenant Colonel reflect, reflect prog- progression in training and organizational security rather than command authority. Because of this, it's not uncommon for senior members, commanding groups, and squadrons to have members of superior grades serving under them. Current, retired, and former members of the United States Armed Forces may be promoted directly to the CAP grade equivalent of the, to their military grade after completion of Level 2, Part 1 of senior member training, although some choose to follow the same standards as non-prior service members. Except for a few exceptional cases, senior members are promoted to the grade of CAP colonel only upon appointment as a region commander, responsible for overseeing multiple states, or wing commander, responsible for the administration of CAP units across an entire state. Former military enlisted personnel from pay grade E4 up may choose to retain their grade as senior members in the Civil Air Patrol, with grades E5, CAP Staff Sergeant, through E9, CAP Chief Master Sergeant, available after completion of Level 2, Part 1, of senior member training. Former CAP National Commander Commander Major General Carr unveiled unveiled plans to restructure the CAP NCO program to to allow individuals to enlist as NCOs and progress through a specific professional development program. According to an Air Force article on the subject, the current design of the NCO Corps and the CAP only allows former active duty NCOs to be a part of the Corps, with no upgrade training for promotion within the ranks. The newly signed Corps structure will mirror the Air Force NCO force structure with an established process to promote and develop NCOs. By 2018, a professional development and promotion pathway was in place for former military enlisted personnel who joined the Civil Air Patrol at their previous rank. Senior members are provided with an optional Senior Member Professional Development Program and are encouraged to progress within it. The Professional Development Program consists of five levels, corresponding with grades from 2nd Lieutenant to Lieutenant Colonel. Each level of development has components of leadership training, corporate familiarization, and aerospace education, as well as professional development within chosen specialty tracks. There are many specialty tracks, and they are designed both to support the organization and to provide opportunities for senior members to take advantage of skills they have from their private lives. Available specialty tracks include logistics, communications, cadet programs, public affairs, legal, administration, emergency services, finance, and many more. Additionally, Senior members with specific civilian professional qualifications may be awarded grades on the basis of their professional um, qualifications. Examples include FAA certified flight instructors, certified ground instructors, attorneys, medical professionals, certified public accountants, clergy, and licensed educators or administrators who are often promoted directly to second lieutenant, first lieutenant, or captain after completion of Level 2, Part 1 of senior member training um, additional promotion may be available after one year time in grade so uh what i did now is i took uh cap ranks and overlaid them on to uh air force pay grades so these are the these are the you, you could call them enlisted uh ranks the staff sergeant technical sergeant, master sergeant, senior master sergeant, and chief master sergeant. So starting at the bottom, staff sergeant is, uh, Staff sergeant is in, the insignia is four backwards chevrons um, with a propeller insignia in the center and the words, and the uh, CAP acronym, CAP um, above it. Then that's pay grade E5, by the way. Then with pay grade E6, you have technical sergeant um, five backwards chevrons, um, propeller insignia in the, insignia in the center, and then the cap written above it. Then, uh, pay grade E7, master sergeant, is five, uh, backwards chevrons, um, within the center of the chevrons, the propeller insignia written above it are the, are the letters CAP, cap, and then one, one chevron above that. Then, um, Pay grade E-8, senior master sergeant. Starting at the top, you have two two chevrons. Below that are the letters C-A-P, cap. And then below that are five backward chevrons with the propeller insignia in the center. Um, then pay grade E-9, chief master sergeant. And uh, the it starts at the top with three regular chevrons, then the word cap. And then below that, five backwards chevrons with a... Uh, uh, propeller insignia in the center, and again, these are not all the ranks of the Civil Air Patrol. Um, these are just overlaid onto uniform service pay grades. And uh, so, what I'm gonna, so what I'm gonna do is, as a bonus to this episode, released at the same time as it, I'm going to actually take the real ranks and awards, and I'm going to list them off, um, and their insignias. So, yeah. In 2020, Civil Air Patrol introduced a new senior professional development program called Volunteer University. The Volunteer University provides education and training to CAP senior members through modules and instruction, replacing the previous system, including the Officer Basic Course, Squadron Leadership School, Region Staff College, and National Staff College. The Civil Air Patrol University Senior Member Professional Development Awards recognize those members who have dedicated themselves to leadership and personal development in the Civil Air Patrol. These awards include the membership ribbon, the leadership award, the Benjamin O. Davis Jr. Award, there is no ribbon for that award, but the uh, Grover Loaning Award, the Paul E. Garber Award, and the Gil Rob Wilson Award. The Civil Air Patrol's cadet program is a traditional military style cadet program with almost 28,000 cadets nationwide and is one of the three main missions of the Civil Air Patrol. CAP cadets wear modified versions of United States Air Force uniforms, hold rank and grade, and practice military customs and courtesies. They are required to maintain physical fitness standards and are tested on their knowledge of leadership and aerospace subjects at each promotion opportunity. The current CAP cadet program was designed by John V. Jack Sorensen, who held the position of Civil Air Patrol's Director of Aerospace Education in the 1960s. This program is composed of four phases, learning, leadership, command, and executive, each of which is divided into several achievements. Achievements generally correspond to grade promotions, while phases are tied to levels of responsibility. The cadet program operates at a local unit, squadron level, um with weekly meetings and weekend activities, but also has national and wing-sponsored events, including week-long and multi-week summer activities and camps. So as cadets process through the program, they are given additional responsibility for scheduling, teaching, guiding, and commanding the other cadets in their units. They also assist their senior staff in um, executing the cadet program. It isn't unusual for a cadet officer to command an encampment of hundreds of junior cadets. Cadets are given many opportunities to lead and follow, and they may hold leadership positions at squadron and wing activities, and are often involved in planning these activities. Cadets may complete paperwork, command other cadets, and teach at weekly meetings and at weekend and summer events. The U.S. Congress stated in the Recruiting, Retention, and Reservist Promotion Act of 2000 that CAP and similar programs provide significant benefits for the armed forces, including significant public relations benefits. Cadets have a rank structure similar to the United States Air Force enlisted in officer grades, excluding those of general officers. A cadet starts out as a cadet airman basic and is promoted as he or she completes each achievement. Unlike the regular armed forces where it is possible to enter as as either directly as a commissioned following completion of some form of officer training service academy, college, ROTC, or OCS slash OTS, etc., or enlist an eventually advanced non-commissioned officer or petty officer status, a CAP cadet must be promoted through every CAP and cadet enlisted grade in order to achieve the rank of CAP cadet second lieutenant. To complete an achievement, a cadet must pass a physical fitness test as well as two written tests, one for leadership and one for aerospace education. The only exceptions to this rule are the promotions to cadet airmen and cadet staff sergeant, which have no aerospace test. For some achievements, an additional test of drill proficiency is required. In the new promotion system, effective as of 2010, there is a drill test for all CAP cadet enlisted grades. Okay, guys, so uh, I'm going to read you the, um, the cadet officer ranks, firstly, and I'm not going to overlay them onto the arm. Uh, uniform services pay grade because I just don't think it's all that helpful. I did it with the senior members. don't think it's all that helpful. and by the way guys, I've decided not to do the bonus episode about the ranks because um, I'm just going to, to include them in the episode. So all the ones that you heard above um, that were the uh, that you heard before that those were the actual senior uh, member ranks. Now these are all the cadet ranks. So starting with the cadet enlisted ranks, we have Cadet Airman Basic, um, for which there is no insignia. Cadet Airman, um, so it's a Air Force, it's, so it's a U.S. flag insignia with the propeller in the center and a backward chevron behind it. Then Cadet Airman First Class, um, uh, again it's the flag slash propeller insignia with two backward chevrons behind it. Cadet Senior Airman, again it's the flag propeller insignia with three backward chevrons behind it. Cadet Staff Sergeant, it's the same thing except for four backwards chevrons behind it. Cadet Te- Technical Sergeant, same thing except for there's five backward chevrons. Then Cadet Master Sergeant, it's uh, five backward chevrons with the propeller slash flag insignia in the center. And then above it is a uh, one single forward chevron. Then the Cadet Senior Master Sergeant, it's five chevrons, uh, five backwards chevrons Um, And this is all on a field of blue. Everything upwards from cadet master sergeant is on a field of blue. So um, it's a, let me start again on cadet senior master sergeant. It's five backwards chevrons with the flag, propeller, insignia in the center. And then a uh, two, two uh, regular chevrons on the top. Then cadet chief master sergeant, starting at the top, you have three regular chevrons. Then you have the, flag slash propeller insignia overlaid onto the five backwards chevrons so then the cadet officer ranks we have to start with cadet second lieutenant which is just a single silver button then cadet first lieutenant two silver buttons cadet captain three silver buttons cadet major a single silver diamond um cadet lieutenant colonel two silver diamonds and cadet colonel um which consists of three silver diamonds so those are the insignias and ranks And so the milestones in the Civil Air Patrol Cadet Program are the Wright Brothers Award, the General Billy Mitchell Award, the Amelia Earhart Award, the General Ira C. Eager Award, and the General Carl A. Spatz Award. As of July 2021, Spatz Awards have been earned since the first was awarded to Cadet Douglas Roach in 1964. Cadet Roach went on to be a United States Air Force career and later became a pilot in the Air Force Thunderbirds aerial demonstration team. Each milestone award in in the Civil Air Patrol confers upon a cadet various benefits. Upon earning the Mitchell Award and the grade of Cadet Second Lieutenant, a cadet is eligible for promotion to the rank of Airman First Class upon enlistment into the United States Air Force. A cadet earning the Earhart Award and being promoted to Cadet Captain and, if age 17 or older, may be selected to attend the International Air Cadet Exchange. According to the CAP Knowledge Base website, the percentages for cadets receiving the Milestone Awards are estimated to be as follows. The the Mitchell Award, 15%, the Earhart Award, 5%, the Eager Award, 2%, and the Spatz Award, 0.5%. Accelerated promotions are available for CAP cadets who are also enrolled in the Junior Reserve Officer Training Corps units. Cadets that transfer... To the senior member side between the ages of 18 and 20, receive the grade of flight officer if the highest cadet award earned was the Mitchell, technical flight officer if the highest cadet award earned um, was the Earhart, or senior flight officer if the highest cadet award earned was the SPATS after com- completion of level two, part one of senior member training. If the cadet waits until their 21st birthday, at which point they are required to transfer to the senior member program. They are eligible for the grade of 2nd Lieutenant. If the highest cadet award was the Mitchell, 1st Lieutenant, if the highest cadet uh, award was the Earhart, or Captain, if the highest cadet w- award was the Spats, after completion of Level 2, Part 1, Senior Member Training. So, cadets under the age of 18 are eligible for 10 orientation flights in the Civil Air Patrol aircraft, including 5 glider and airplane flights. Glider flights can be replaced by powered flights at the discretion of the wing commander, depending on the availability of the aircraft. Cadets over 18 years of age can still participate in military orientation flights, and some CAP wings have flight academies for CAP cadets in transport aircraft, such as the KC-135 Stratotanker, KC-10 Extender, C-130 Hercules, and the C-17 Globemaster III, or in the case of the Army, UH UH-60 Blackhawk and CH-47 Chinook helicopters. Um, The Civil Air Patrol's core cadet activity is the summer encampment. Typically a seven to ten day um, event, the cadets are put into an intense military structured environment with emphasis on physically and mentally demanding tasks, in addition to required uh, classes and activities. These classes include aerospace education, United States Air Force Organization, cadet programs, and drug demand reduction. Activities include the classroom courses, physical training, leadership development, and drill and ceremonies. Encampments are usually held at the wing state level and, when available, are usually at military installations, preferably active United States Air Force, United States Air Force Reserve Command, or Air National Guard installations with military support. The Region Cadet Leadership Schools, RCLs, provide training to increase knowledge, skills, and attitudes as they pertain to leadership and management. Cadets who attend RCLs are often serving in or or preparing to enter cadet leadership positions within their squadron. RCLs are conducted at region level or at wing level with region approval. The RCLS programs are more or less modeled on USAFA upperclassmen programs, United States Air Force Academy, the College Air Force ROTC Professional Officer course, POC, and latter stages of OTS, Officer Training School. One variation on this theme are CAP cadet non-commissioned officer schools and academies, which are cadet NCO schools designed to teach basic leadership and principles to cadet leaders during their earlier duty positions in the cadet program. At the national level, cadets are allowed to participate in the National Blue Beret program, where they help support operations during the EAA AirVenture Oshkosh event. The cadets ascribe to the following oath during their membership. I pledge that I will serve faithfully in the Civil Air Patrol Cadet Program and that I will attend meetings regularly, participate actively in unit activities, obey my officers, wear my uniform properly, and advance my education and training rapidly to prepare myself to be of service to my community, state, and nation. One one requirement for, for promotion in the Cadet Program is the ability to recite this oath verbatim from memory. Aerospace Education members, AEM, are formal or, or informal educators at the kindergart- kindergarten to grade 12 level, K-12 at schools, youth organizations, and libraries. The AEM does not belong to or intend meetings of a local squadron nor wear a uniform. These members are eligible to receive K-12 books, STEM kits, and student materials. They are also eligible to participate in the free teacher orientation program flights. This ends the segment or segments that include copyrighted work. For more information, click on the link in the description Hey guys, this is Carson from Georgia as the Wheel. I want to take a moment to tell you about the Young Eagles program. The Young Eagles program is run by the EAA, the Experimental Aircraft Association to give kids between the ages of 8 and 17 their first free ride in an airplane. Launched in 1992, Young Eagles volunteer pilots have flown over 2 million youth. It's the only program of its kind with the sole mission to introduce and inspire kids in the world of aviation. All you have to do is go to EAA.org and find a chapter near you. A Young Eagles flight introduced me, your host, to the wonderful world of aviation. Thanks for listening, guys, and let's get back to our episode. In regard to the next segments of this episode, credit links to the original authors and articles are included down in the description. It is my legal responsibility to inform you that this copyrighted original work has been modified and added to under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. A link to the license will be included in the description. After this segment or segment is over, I will clarify what I am referring to by noting the end of the modified copyright work. While the Civil Air Patrol is chartered by Congress and is the auxiliary of the Air Force, it is not an operating reserve component under the United States Air Force or the federal government. The Secretary of the Air Force may use the services of the Civil Air Patrol to fulfill the non-combat programs and missions of the Department of the Air Force. Civil Air Patrol members are not subject to the Uniform Code of Military Justice and do not have commander authority over any members of the United States military. Similarly, military officers have no command authority over CAP members. As part of recognition of CAP service to the United States Air Force, however, senior members in the grade of second lieutenant and above are allowed to wear the U.S. collar insignia as an official part of their dress blue uniform. All CAP members are required to render military courtesies to all members of the U.S. military and those of friendly foreign nations. However, as CAP officers are not commissioned by the President of the United States, military personnel are not required to render military courtesies to CAP personnel though this can be done as a courtesy. Um, CAP members, however, are expected to render military courtesies to one another. Although CAP retains the title of the United States Air Force Auxiliary, this auxiliary status only applies when CAP members and resources are on a United States Air Force assigned mission with an Air Force assigned mission number. When CAP resources are engaged in an Air Force mission, they are reimbursed by the Air Force for communications expenses, fuel, and oil and a share of aircraft maintenance expenses. In addition, CAP members are covered by the Federal Employees Compensation Act, FECA, in the event of injury while participating in the mission. Uh, At all other times, such as when aiding civilian authorities, the CAP remains and acts as a private nonprofit corporation. The Air Force's Air Combat Command, through the First Air Force, is the parent command of the Civil Air Patrol. In October 2002, the Air Force announced plans to move the CAP or operational mission activities from the Air Force's Operations Directorate to the Air Force's newly created Homeland Security Directorate. In an announcement on August 28, 2015 by General Mark Welsh, Air Force Chief of Staff, the Civil Air Patrol is included in the Air Force's definition of the total force. To accomplish this, the Air Force updated Doctrine Volume 2, Leadership, to expand the descriptions of total force and airmen to consist of active duty Air Force, Air National Guard, Air Force Reserve, Air Force Auxiliary, and Air Force Civilian Service members. Part of that total force inclusion was a realignment in the Responsible Command, which moved Civil Air Patrol slash U.S. Air Force, CAP USAF, from Air Education and Training Command through to the G.N.M. Holmes Center for Officer Accession and Citizen Development at Maxwell AFB, Alabama, to Air Combat Command through 1st Air Force. This change took place on June 24, 2016. The Civil Air Patrol's uniforms provide a distinctive and standard set of uniform items intended to provide a positive public image, build morale, um, and enhance the professionalism of the organization's uh, membership. CAP members are wear the same uniforms as active duty, guard, and reserve members, but worn with distinctive emblems, insignia, and badges to identify them as CAP members. These are categorized as Air Force-style uniforms. Air Force-style uniforms may be worn by all cadets under age 18 and by cadets over age 18, and senior members who meet height and weight standards set by CAP's uniform manual. In addition, CAP has a series of what are categorized as corporate-style uniforms, which may be worn by all senior members. And also by those cadets over age 18 who do not meet height and weight standards set for the Air Force style uniform. Uniforms are categorized in the Air Force's um, uniform manual. In the uniforms are categorized in the CAPS uniform manual by the environment in which the uniform is to be worn or the work to be accomplished. Okay, so uh, I'm going to read off the uniforms. And our first type of uniform is dress uniforms. So these uniforms are worn are worn for social functions of a formal and or official nature, um, e.g. black tie affairs. The tuxedo is the civilian equivalent. So the Air Force style uniforms that the CAP uses are mess dress and Air Force semi-formal uniform authorized for cadets only. Um, And the corporate-style uniforms are corporate, semi-formal uniform, and appropriate civilian attire. So the next type is service uniforms. So service uniforms are the everyday uniform for cap business. The appropriate combination depends on the commander's uh, direction and the type of event. But these uniforms are usually worn for unit meetings, professional development events, conferences, etc., so the the uh, Air Force style uniforms are the service dress uniform, Class A, and the blue serv- service uniform, Class B, um, and the corporate style uniform equivalents are the corporate service dress uniform and the aviator shirt uniform. So the our last uh, type of uniform are the working uniforms. So these uniforms are the appropriate um, yeah are the appropriate uniform in a flying field or mission environment. Choice of which combination is appropriate depends on the commander's direction and type of event. The corporate working uniform may be worn in a flying, field, or mission setting when the Air Force-style Class B or aviator shirt uniform would be worn. So the Air Force-style uniform equivalents are uh, the Airman Battle Uniform, ABU, and Flight Duty Uniform, FDU. The corporate-style uniforms are the Cat Field Uniform, the Corporate Flight Duty Uniform, and the Corporate Working Uniform. So, uh, the, these uniform types are, um, can, yeah, so the Civil Air Patrol operates and maintains fixed-wing aircraft, training gliders, ground vehicles, and a national radio communications network. Civil Air Patrol owns and operates a fleet of predominantly Cessna 172 Skyhawk and Cessna 182 Skylane aircraft. The aircraft are in a phased refurbishment program, which began in 2008, replacing engines interior, avionics and paint at a lower cost than new purchases. In, 2002, in 2003, sorry, the Australian-designed and built eight-seat Aero GA-8 air van was added to the fleet. Sixteen of the Civil Air Patrol's fleet of 18 air vans carry the airborne, real-time, queuing, hyperspectral, enhanced recon Archer system, which can be used to search for aircraft wreckage based on its spectral signature. Other aircraft types include the Cessna 206, and the mall mt-235 cap also has a number of gliders such as the let um, l23 super Blanick, the schleicher ask21 and the schweizer sgs-233 um, used mainly for cadet orientation flights um, in addition to cap's own corporate fleet many member-owned aircraft are made available for uh, official tasking by CAPS volunteers, should the need arise, aircraft on search missions are generally crewed by at least three qualified aircrew m- members: a mission pilot, responsible for the safe flying of the aircraft; a mission observer, responsible for navigation and uh, communications and coordination of the mission, as well as ground observation; and a mission scanner, who is responsible for looking for crash sites and damage clues. Additionally, the mission scanner may double as a satellite de- digital imaging system operator. Larger aircraft may have additional scanners aboard, providing greater visual uh, de- coverage. So, because of the additional Archer equipment, the crew of a Civil Air Patrol GAA air van may also include an operator of the Archer system, depending upon the requirements of the mission and the capabilities of the aircraft. The Civil Air Patrol owns over 1,000 vehicles, mostly vans for carrying personnel, and assigns them to units for use in the organization's missions. Members who use their own vehicles are reimbursed for fuel, oil, and communications costs during an Air Force-assigned emergency services mission. The Civil Air Patrol operates a national radio network of HF, um, SSB, and VHF FM radio repeaters. There are over 500 of these repeaters strategically located across the United States. Um, Radio communications are now facilitated under NTIA, National Telecommunications and Information Administration, specifications, to which Civil Air Patrol directorates have applied even more stringent standards. CAPS radio network is designed for use during a national or regional emergency when existing telephone and internet communications infrastructure is not available. Outside of such emergencies, most of CAP's internal communications are conducted on the internet. CAP units are allowed to use radio encryption when working with other agencies on sensitive missions or when on a network that requires encryption. Some aircraft in the CAP fleet are uh, equipped with the SDIS, Satellite Digital Imaging System. This system allows Civil Air Patrol to send back real-time images of a disaster or crash site um, that, to anyone with an email address, allowing the mission coordinators to make more informed decisions. There are approximately 100 federally funded SDIS systems strategically located across the United States, with more than 20 additional systems funded by state and local governments. The Archer imaging, imaging system mounted aboard the GA-8 air van uses visible and near-infrared light. To examine the surface of the earth and find suspected crash sites, evaluate areas affected by disasters, or examine foliage from an airborne perspective in order to flag possible possible marijuana plantations. Both the SDIS and Archer systems were used to great success in the response to Hurricane Katrina. Archer may be used in coordination with the SDIS system. A handheld radio direction finder, most commonly the Eltronics Little L Purr. Use, is used by ground teams to search for downed aircraft the ground teams carry equipment on their person that they use while in the field. this equipment includes flashlights signal mirrors, tactical vests, safety vests and food that will last them at least 24 hours. Um, the equipment is carried by ground teams um, that it varies much by the mission at hand Urban direction finding UDF missions necessitate only a small kit of gear but intensive mountain search and rescue can require packs that provide for up to 72 hours of operational supplies and tool for the location rescue and extraction of lost or crashed uh, parties this gear includes the above plus additional water meals and survival gear Um, although a standardized list is provided by the national command many teams modify the list to match the needs of the mission a number of states have legislation in place to help transfer surplus equipment to Civil Air Patrol. For example, Texas considers its wing a state agency and therefore legally allowed um, to acquire surplus or salvage property, while Alaska has a program for transfer for trans- um, transferring forfeited aircraft to the Alaska Wing. This ends the segment or segments that include copyrighted work. For more information, click on the link in the description Okay, hey guys, hope you enjoyed that episode, and uh, don't forget to slam that notification bell, get notified every time I release a new episode, and don't forget to go check out my uh, new site, um, included in the description down below, link's gonna be in the description. Okay guys, this is probably my longest episode yet. So, um, I'm gonna include a, a, a question, uh, below, uh, about whether you guys want longer episodes or shorter episodes, so please answer that, give me some feedback, and, um, yeah guys, so, to finish off the Civil Air Patrol, uh, the, you could, it's not a series, um, the Civil Air Patrol episode, I am going to be releasing at the same time a bonus episode, on the organization and funding of the Civil Air Patrol. So, hope you guys enjoy that too, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Once again, I'm your host on George Has the Wheel, Carson Wagner, signing out.